I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Ben and welcome to today's episode of Design to Heal. Man, I am excited. I am pumped up. Uh, a matter of fact, I'm thinking about uh, for those of you that are 80s kids or something like this, there used to be a Saturday Night Live skit called Hans and Franz and it was kind of like an Arnold Schwarzenegger and they were always working out, but uh, I'm certainly not Hans. My friend might be Franz who we have on today, our guest that we have on. He is a guest. He is also a friend. We kind of go back uh, well, we go back quite a ways. Um, matter of fact, his wife, who is a doctor of chiropractic as well, Dr. Kim, used to be my office manager years ago back in South Dakota. And then um, she met Dan and our, our guest today, Dan Huck. Dan Huck is an exercise physiologist. Um, he has owned and ran high, high end, high impact gyms. He has done online training programs. He's got nutritional protocols and programs. He's I've used a lot of, some of you might even be familiar with some of Dan's work because I've used it in the clinic for years, um, different detox protocols and fitness protocols and things like that. So um, he's a great friend, but, but what I really love about Dan, and he's going to tell you a little bit more about his, his life here is um, what I love is when you meet people that they're consistent over time, like a, you know, not a flash in the pan, like, you know, um, they love, they, they, they're just, just what they're called to do. They love a particular area of, of life. I don't care if it's archeology span or fitness or nutrition or chiropractic. I just love passionate people. And Dan is that, uh, Dan might be, <laughs> Dan might be, uh, some people might say, they say it about me too, that we're, they're too passionate, but that's okay. I'll, I can live with that. So, uh, I'm going to call you probably Dr. Dan. I've called you that many times, but Mr. Dan Huck, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you, sir. I'm, I'm glad to be here. And well, yeah, I mean, we go, we go way back, right? 10, at yeah. least 10 years. You could, you didn't have a choice. You kind of married into the family, you know, if you will, my, my staff is my family, even though Kim is uh, long gone from the office, of course, when, you know, and interesting, Dan, I don't know. And I do want you to, I do want you to tell a little bit of your story, but I'm just thinking about Kim. I don't think I've ever told this story on the air. I'll probably embarrass your wife. So I ended up giving a lecture at a, at a nursing school at a college in, in South Dakota. It was the pharmacology class at, uh, at Augustana college. And I don't even know how, they, I don't know why they brought me in, but I literally proceeded to, to, I remember my slides were like journal articles from the journal, of the American medical association showing how many deaths medicine causes a year. And, you know, I just basically ripped on, on pharma pharmacology for an hour and uh, they never had me back, but several students, <laughs> students came in from that. One of them being Kim. And, um, I think at the time she was really struggling with some headaches and some other issues and ended up working in my office, actually ended up, uh, quitting nursing school after being there for a few years and significant investment financially and decided to become a chiropractor. And, um, it's one of my greatest, you know, stories and honors of my life is just anytime, you know, you can impact somebody where, you know, it blesses them hopefully. And then that's how she met you. So I guess I am to be thanked for your marriage. That's what I'm gathering yeah. right here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. So you, you've, you've essentially given me yeah. the greatest moments in my life and yeah. also yeah. the hardest moments in my yeah. life, but yeah. I appreciate you for that. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you got, no, I, yeah, go ahead, buddy. I was gonna say, I'm totally familiar with that story because she told me that, 
you know, she went in to take this class just so she could get the credit for it. Right. Her and okay. her friend, they didn't, they didn't want to be there. They, they went anyways because they needed the credit. And she said like, like within two minutes, she was hooked on every word you said, because it was so different mm. than everything that she learned. Mm. Right. And then lo and behold, she goes into your office and two adjustments later, mm. migraines that she had for years and years and years mm. gone, like never came back. So it's powerful. Well, it is. And so, and Dan, so let's give us a little background of your, your life, your story. Um, cause I want people to know, and, and you, um, you are working with us. You helped me develop some of our programs that we have. We're launching a new program called AW365, which if you're hearing this, here's the good news about this program. Um, this program is going to be really available to anybody worldwide. Obviously I can't deliver you chiropractic adjustments virtually, but we can teach you lifestyle. We can give you top notch resources, we can get you support. We can give you accountability. We can give you nutritional guidance. We can give you fitness guides. All the things that the lifestyle component of you know natural health and holistic health, we can do that virtually. And so this is going to be an opportunity. So depending on when you're hearing this, you might be hearing this and it's the new year coming. You might be hearing this and it's the middle of 2025. Um, this program is, is going to go on and on and on. So people can join, people can engage. There's different levels as far as how you, uh, you know, can and want to engage in that from likely free, uh, just to try it out to, you know, some very in-depth programs with that. So Dan is helping create that program for us and, and really, uh, through his expertise. So how, how did you become an expert? Tell us your story. Tell us why you love doing what you do and a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So I, I went to life university, which is a chiropractic college. That's where I got my master's in sports and exercise sciences. And I went there originally for chiropractic. And in that process, I started to work for a chiropractor while I was in school and he wanted to open up a gym and he said, man, I think you're a great guy to kind of head this up for me. You're in school. Um, you know, it's a good way to earn some money while you're working and, and so forth. And I just fell in love with that side of it. So I switched from chiropractic to exercise sciences. Uh, from there I graduated and met my wife and rather than go ahead and open up a chiropractic office right away, because I knew that she was born to be a mom mm. and it's hard to, you know, open an office, be a mom and, 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 you know, give a hundred percent to all of that. Yeah. So I said, Hey, I'd, I'd love to open up a, a fitness studio. Can we try it? Cause we could always fall back, right? If it didn't work for me, we could fall mm -hmm. back on chiropractic. And lo and behold, like day one doors were packed and we were packed ever since. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was 100% God given meant to be that way. So Dan, when you, and I remember that, I mean, I remember I've been to your gym. I remember it when you opened it up and, um, but the thing that I, that I've always appreciated and, and kind of like you said about maybe with Kim, when she, you know, met, you know, met and heard us, heard me talking, she was hooked from day one because the stuff I was saying was different or the stuff we were saying was, was, you know, unique. Now, um, you, I would say have a similar approach to fitness. I mean, in the, in the X amount of years I've known you, whatever, 10 years I've known you, I've watched you really like, man, you'll learn something new and you're not afraid or intimidated to bring that to the table. Even if it contradicts something that was before, right? Um, you learn a new technique, you learn a new thing that will get results or, or sometimes we see something happening in culture that we have to address, you know, a new, new food additives or new chemicals or, you know, things like that. So can you ex give us your philosophy on fitness? I mean, I know you're a, a man of faith. I'm a man of faith. This show is part of that. Um, we believe in stewarding our bodies. We believe that body God designed our bodies because 
Dan, you could easily go down the route of just like, hey, here's how to get a six pack. You know what I mean? Put a bunch of selfies of you running around on the mountains, you know, carrying, <laughs> you know, sandbags or something. But I know that's, and there's nothing horrible about that, but I know that's not your primary drive. Can you give us the, the your philosophy on fitness and, and health? Oh, 100%. Yeah. So when when you look at it, and, and you mentioned this actually as soon as we, we started this podcast about consistency over time. And what I like to do is I like to take those, those basic foundational principles that have worked for years and years and years in the fitness and, and nutrition space and put them up against what is coming out. What is this new information coming out? How, how truthful is it? How is it, is it an agenda? Is it someone trying to push a product and they do a bunch of research on something and it ends up being, you know, five, six years later, they say, oh, that didn't work. So they move on to something different. So, so what I've actually done is over the almost two decades now that I've been doing fitness is I am going back to simplicity, to taking the, the, the shiny stuff, breaking it down and saying, what do you really need from this? And when you do that, you bring it back. It's amazing how much it goes back to just the body being able to do what it needs to do, being self-sufficient, not needing much. And when it comes to your fitness, a lot of people think you've got to have a gym membership. You've got to have this latest nutrition plan. You've got to have classes and this and people leading you. At the end of the day, all you need is your body and moving. Mm. Just move. And that's what gets the results time and time again. Tested. True. So, Dan, here's the thing. And I, I want people to hear this. This is coming from a guy that has done the extreme, has done the, 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 the high end. I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in just your own training, your own, you know, college, read the book, read the textbooks. I mean, I know you're a ferocious reader as well. And I am, we're always sharing books to read, but, but so to come to that conclusion is almost, um, opposite of what you think would happen sometimes, right? Like sometimes you meet people and it's, and I meet these people, I meet them in my profession. That's like, they're always adding something to their practice, right? You know, it's like, I found this new gadget. Mm -hmm. I hear I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And at the end of it, there's like 86 things to do and it becomes super overwhelming. And I've always said this about health and healthcare. It's how we try to model our office. I don't believe that uh, to be healthy, I don't believe you need to be an independent millionaire. You know what I mean? I don't believe you have to be, you know, uh, I think that health, just like faith, I think health should be available for everybody. And God designed us that way. So to your point about fitness, and this is what I want our listeners to hear, part of part of the reason it's taken us as long as it has to really create this program is I wasn't going to, I didn't want to create something that was a burden. I didn't want to create something that was a fad. I didn't want to create something that, that didn't, you know, kind of just ooze what I would, what I stand for, which is the body's designed to heal. It doesn't have to be super complicated. Yeah. Now, yeah, it's not, you know, the infomercial at the, you know, one in the morning that's going to sell you the, you know, whatever false promises. So we're not going to do that. We want to stand behind this. My point in bringing this up is, you know, it's almost the opposite when you, you've distilled everything, right? And said, Hey, what, what is, what do you really need? Not the bell, bells and whistles. Now, hey, you're going to meet Dan and some of our other coaches and you'll have a great experience. And it's it's still fantastic and it's engaging and it's fun and it's all of those things. I mean, I know you're that kind of person. And maybe talk about that a little bit, Dan, because, you know, hey, yeah, sure. 
I know if I go and I go on a walk for 20 minutes a day and all, it's good. And I'm not, even, I'm not downplaying it, but we have to, you know, Hey, it's even more fun when you're with your wife or you're pushing your stroller with your kids or you're shooting hoops in the, whatever it is. Will you talk a little bit about some of the success principles of a healthy lifestyle of staying consistent over time? Cause again, I know you've coached thousands of people. You've seen it. You've seen the ones that fail. You've seen the ones that knock it out of the park. What, what's kind of the, the through line yeah. there? Yeah. So, you know, everybody wants the quick fix. They want to take the pill. They want to do the, the workout that they can do the least amount of time and get the most benefit from, um, they, they what they want to do is they, they're, they're trying to say, for lack of better words is they want it easy. They want the results and they don't really want to put in the work. Okay. Now, when it comes to the number one thing, the number one fitness program that you can do that will get you results, period, across the board, no matter who you talk to, All right. this should be the number one thing. All right. And it, it should, should be, be okay, doing, I'm, I feel like a drum roll here or something. Right? It's got to be something that you enjoy doing. Mm. And you're not going to enjoy it every moment, but you've got to enjoy it enough that you don't hate it. If you hate to run, okay, not, not don't run. Okay. Right. If you hate lifting really heavy weights, mm. then don't lift really heavy weights. Mm. Right. Cause there's the, the minimum amount of exercise that people should be doing. And then you've got the maximum, anything below the minimum, your, your health is going to suffer. Anything above the maximum, your health is going to suffer. So with the amount of variety that there is in the fitness space, okay, I yeah. mean, there's, there's literally a class right now that you can go to where they give you two fake drumsticks <laughs> and it's like your air drum. Okay. Like, so don't tell me that you can't find something that you like doing when it comes to fitness, because there is so much and it doesn't have to be an actual fitness program. It can be, um, just being athletic, just going outside. So, kayak, so dad, let, let me ask you this, Dan, cause I think this is the next question. So, or here's the way I would want to ask. So when we're talking about fitness, we're talking the whole reason this matters is not because somebody told me to be fit or cause I'm listening to a podcast today and I got this guy, I mean, go ask a hundred people on the street. Should you exercise? I think, you know, a hundred of them are going to say yes or 99 of them or something. Um, it's really, it's really about the, what that physiologically, I guess, or, you know, it has multiple impacts, but I don't want to get too sciencey, sciencey here, Dan, but why, <laughs> why do we need to exercise? And again, I don't mean the classic, and this is again, like you said earlier, you know, I reason that we work together, the reason we've created this program, Hey, there's no lack of, 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 of fitness programs out there. We wanted this one to be different. And I say fitness, but I mean, it includes other areas. We wanted this to be different. We wanted it to answer those questions. We want it to be fun. We want it to last over time. We want you to be able to have consistency and accountability, but from a fitness perspective, what are some of the things about, about, uh, you know, exercise movement that consistently, what are some of those benefits that people might not realize? Cause that, here's, you know, it's coming up on the new year. Everybody's going to be like, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to lose 50 pounds. And that's great. That's one aspect. That's one part. There's a lot, there's a lot of ways to lose weight. You can get, cut your leg off. You can starve yourself. You know what I mean? You can, you know, do all sorts of things. You can exercise. What is from a fitness one first movement, why, what are some of the reasons that we need to know that might surprise people about why movement and fitness is so important? Oh yeah. So the number one thing, like right now we know that mental health across the United States, let alone the world is a big topic nowadays. Yeah. Right. right? And you can go out and you can do a, a 10 minute workout, a 20 minute workout, and it's going to boost 
all of those happy hormones, the ones that make you feel good, that, that give you that high. And it's going to be equivalent. And I, I don't know the actual percentages yeah. here, but it's something around like five to 10 times better as far as effects than taking something like an antidepressant mm, mm, mm. just by moving your body, just by doing what God designed you to do. It, and it, it's funny going, I always go back to that. It's the way God designed your body. Like if you're depressed, go move. So Dan, let me ask you this because I'm, I'm just, I'm sitting here, I'm listening. If I'm a listener, I'm going two things. Number one, and I might say something like this, and I love that you brought this up earlier. And I, I, here's why I want you on this, because you've coached people. It's one thing if you were just a dude, you know, in, in, in the books and you like fitness and you, you know, you know, you, you study it and maybe do it yourself. But you have actually have coached people like the, the, the person that says, I hate exercise, you know, that's that's their excuse or I'm not athletic or I'm not into that or I can't do that or I'm too big. I'm too tall. I'm too short. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. Like all these excuses that that have come up and you say, well, none of those preclude you from <laughs> air drumming or whatever you said. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So so but also for the person that that is depressed, because I remember, you know, we've even co-managed some clients together over the years. And I remember um, one time you know, talking about, cause, cause the person says, yeah, but that's the problem. I, I, I know it will help me, but I don't feel like doing it. And you get in this like quagmire, right? It's almost like a standoff. Do you have any, um, tips? And this is again, why we've created, uh, and this isn't a, a advertisement for our program, but I'm just letting you know that we've created out of this necessity. Um, you're listening to this, you know, you need to do something, but you, you, you don't have enough fill in the blank, willpower, desire, something to do it yourself right now. So we're trying to help you get a group, like an instant group, an instant, you know, I know when people, a lot of people, when when they join college, uh, they join a fraternity or sorority. Um, I never did, but I know people that they do that. And one of the selling points is, hey, you get an instant social group, right? If you're new to town, Mm -hmm. you got a whole bunch of people you get to meet and hang out with. You know, you're looking at this and you're going, hey, you know, left to my own devices, I just kind of, oh, I can't get myself to even go on a walk. I just, I'm so depressed. I'm so this. It's like, so, so what do you say to that person, Dan, that's listening to this and it sounds too good to be true where they're you know, rolling their eyes, you know, got this fitness mm-hmm. guru on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and if you saw Dan, you'd, you know, and many of you will see him when you join the program or work with him. I mean, no, he, he looks the part. He's a super fit dude. He's a dad of three. You know, he's a, he gets after it. He's got his, you know, home gym and his other gyms. Um, what do you say to that mindset, Dan? Okay, so first, number one, if they don't believe they can do it, they are 100% correct. They're not going to be able to outsmart this mindset that they've programmed into themselves over and over and over with, I can't, I won't, I can't, I won't. I don't know how. It's too much time. I'm too busy. I'm too this. I'm too that. So the first thing I focus on with people who walk in like that, because a lot of people do, I mean, look at myself as a fitness professional. I can't count Mm. on my fingers and toes. How many times I myself have fallen off the wagon over the last 15 (laughs) years. You have a kid, you move, you do this, you do that. Like it's so easy. Right. So one of the things we like to really focus, I think I remember Dan, I think I remember I'm laughing. I remember when your gym was just exploding. And I remember one day we were talking and you're like, (laughs) Dude, I can't remember the last time I worked out, right? Like you were leading the classes, oh, yeah. you were running the business, right? You know, uh, it was just kind of funny. I just remember thinking, oh, the irony of that, right? Oh, it was it, it, total side note. I had 
um, one side of my studio is dedicated to rowing because I feel like rowing is a really, really good endurance strength building movement that you can do. It's great for the spine, yada, yada, yada. Well, I had to go in and teach a class and I hadn't taught a rowing class in, in quite some time. And I was like, Oh, this is no problem. I know this like the back of my hand. I got on there. I was huffing and puffing. People could hardly even understand what I was saying over the mic. That's funny. So yeah, I've been there. Like, like, trust me, it's tough. Now, when it comes to someone who, who just doesn't have the motivation, doesn't know how to, to get themselves to actually wake up and go to the gym or wake up and move, you know, it all comes back to purpose. Right. And I've had so many conversations with people about purpose, about what drives them, what, what's going to make them, them go. And that's, that's the, the multi-million billion dollar question. If someone can figure that out, then mm-hmm. they've got themselves a product and they're a billionaire instantly. Right. Well, it's simpler than that. And I'll have moms or dads say, you know, when I ask them, what is your purpose? They'll say, well, like what brought you in the first, like what made you step into my doors? That's okay. like, you know what? Now I'm going to get into some fitness. Or if you're sitting here right now, you're listening to this and you're going, you're, you're like, you, you know what I mean? You're feeling like I need to do something right. Right. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're having this conversation in your head, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I got to do something. Okay. So for you listening right now, this is almost, this is many of us. Right. And yeah. And yeah okay. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. What do they say? What do you, what's the most common? And so you've got the people that are completely honest with you and they're like, you know what? I don't like the way I look. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. great. No problem. That, that, that's a great reason to work out, to change the way you look, right? To build more confidence that can exude over into your life. Like that's great. However, that's great for a challenge because after that challenge and you see some results or the results you get, you're done. There's nothing strong enough. There's not a purpose strong enough. That's going to hold you back in and keep you going because mm-hmm. fitness is it's lifestyle related, right? You want longevity, you want health, you want vitality. So you, it, it can't be something you just get the result with and, and go. And I explain that to them. And then the next thing that will come up is people will say, especially moms, well, I need to be healthy for my kids. Okay. Energy, and I'm like, you know taking what? care yeah, of them, and run around. Yeah. Another fantastic reason that is amazing, but your kids won't always be kids. So what, what happens after that? Like, what is going to be that purpose? You're going to fall off the wagon? No. Right. Um, or like, I mean, you know, let's say something terrible happens. You know, if you say that your right, purpose right. is your kids and one of your kids passes in a car accident, does that mean you have no more purpose in this world? Mm-hmm. No, it's gotta be bigger. You gotta have a bigger purpose than that. So this is where I believe that fitness and faith and spirituality all come in together because even in, uh, in the Bible and in, in one Corinthians six, I believe it's six nineteen or six twenty or six twenty one, somewhere in there. We're told that our bodies are a temple for the Holy spirit and our bodies are given to us. Like we have, we have a, a, a purpose for those bodies. So if we do not fundamentally at our core cherish our bodies, honor our bodies the way God intended them to be, then it's really hard to live out whatever your purpose is. Do you feel that so far? Like, are you understanding that? Obviously I, I'm assuming you know this. Better. Yeah. Well, and I'm, and I'm, what I'm wondering, so when a per, and I, two parts to this, Dan, I would say is 
and I'm glad we're having this part of this conversation because you might be sitting here and you're listening and, and, and that isn't a part of your life, that faith isn't a part of your life. I don't want a person to understand and miss this boat. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, like, and I, I want somebody to know this because sometimes that, ini- and I know you would agree with this, Dan, that initial step of, because um, I have this happen with patients in my own office, they come in and initially they just want to get out of pain, right? Because whatever, they're just bad. They got to go on a trip or they're, they got to get back to work. Part of my job during that time is to help them explore the questions that we're asking right now, right? Now, in the beginning, they don't even want to hear it, right? It's like, dude, just help me. I hurt, whatever. But but part of what the responsibility I have, the responsibility that you have when you know things is to say, hey, that's awesome. You want to, you know, feel better and look better. Hey, that's awesome. You want to have more energy for your kids right now in this season of your life. However, I would be doing you a disservice if we didn't kind of press into this, right? If, you know, the why behind that and, and to get that purpose, because it only makes all of those things easier. So if, my point is, if you're listening to this right now and you're depressed and you're, you know, 50 pounds overweight or hundred pounds, you know, whatever, wherever you're at and you're going, you know, and it almost feels insurmountable and you might not even feel right now that you have a, a purpose. And I, I say that lovingly and just mean like you're in a tough spot. That doesn't mean sometimes you have to start something to realize you can do it, right? Um, I know even like you have talked about in some of your programs, it's not about like, hey, here, you know, here, do, <laughs> do 500 burpees today, right? Like, because for some people, I remember this study I, I read about one time, Dan, not to go on a tangent, but they took these kids and it was like in Chicago and they hooked them up to heart rate monitors and they they ran a mile, I think, I don't remember. And the, the kid that ran the mile, like there was a super fit kid, you know, and he's doing fine and he or she and runs it no problem. And his heart rate monitor was like, actually like wasn't too bad. Well, then there was the kid that, you know, like you on the rowing machine there after not doing it, who was like gonna die, right? And he actually was having a harder workout, right? But to mm-hmm. him... To the, to the person watching is like, oh, well, there's the super athlete that just finished. And that's true. But for that kid that took 12 minutes to get through that mile, but, you know, was, 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 took everything he had, actually had a harder workout. My point being, you might join a challenge like this, or you might join a program uh, such as ours, and, and you might be starting in a rough place. But, but that, but, and we understand that. And the program is designed to serve you and also serve, the long term, you know, I mean, I know you've worked with many elite athletes and, and you're going to love that whole spectrum. So I just wanted to make sure our listeners heard that. But to your point about about faith and, you know, that we are, you know, created in his likeness and image, our bodies are divinely designed to heal. Um, he doesn't ask us much, but we've become such a sedentary, you know, life between work and, you know, between sitting at work and sitting in the car and sitting on the couch and, you know, laying in the bed, like we just don't move like we used to. And there's ramifications for that. So yeah, I didn't mean to kind of go on mm-hmm. a tangent there, Dan, but no, that, yeah, no, that's all great. And, um, that's a, like, I'll come back to purpose in a minute, but I want to touch on the, the, the AW365 challenge. So that is a challenge that we are launching in January, but it's not just a January challenge. This is a, this is a, a could, could be a lifelong challenge, right? Because uh, again, the goal with this challenge is not to give you a 28 day challenge. And then at the end of it, you just be confused and lost and not know what to do next. We're going to lay the foundations. We're going to be there to help pick you back up when your purpose isn't clear. Right? So what we want to do is give you all those tools all that knowledge, all that wisdom so that you can continue to move forward on that journey. You can get excited about fitness, get excited about health, get excited about what it's going to do for you in your life. Dan, you know, I was was thinking about, you know, what else it's for is 
I don't remember. I see the st- statistics every year. It always is something horrible. The average, what, 80% of people have given up on their news resolutions in like the first six days or something, whatever the number is. And um, so I was just, as I was listening to you, I was like, you know, part of this is not only to lay a foundation, it's also to help you um, not quit because you're going to want to quit, right? Like we all, we all hit this point in life, whether it's, you know, in many areas of our life where we want to give up, um, it gets hard. The, you know, we hit our plateau. I was talking to a lady the other day. She's trying to lose weight and she'd lost a bunch of weight. And now she's like, I've really just plateaued. And she actually joined the, she joined the, the program. She's excited for the AW365. And she's like, for that reason, she, she's doing a lot of great things. She's just plateaued. So we need, to, we need to work through that season. So I bring that up just to remind people, like if you, the best of intentions still can fail because we're humans. Right. And so if, if we don't find a, a tribe, if we don't find something to keep us accountable, to engage with us, to have fun with us, to ask us how it's going, to build some community, the best of us outside of the 1.000, you know, outlier that just is that animal that works out by himself in the garage at four in the morning every day. Like there's those people, they're rare, right? <laughs> that's not what, that's not most of us, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It's, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so, so we're trying to, you know, part of our job is to try to stop, you know, get in that gap. So you don't quit. It's like with patients, you know, they, they start getting better, but I know that we're not done with their, their spine isn't corrected yet or improved enough yet. And we, if we just stop, it's like, I don't love this analogy, but you know, they always, um, a lot of times if, if anybody takes antibiotics, it's again, I'm not promoting this, but if people do that, they always tell you, Hey, take them all, even after you feel better right? That's kind of one of the things they often say, Hey, I'm giving you seven days, but if you're feeling better in three, you got to take them all or else, you know, it can come back or you can create this and that. And again, I could argue that philosophy, but the point of it is a lot of times, especially with, with lifestyle stuff. And I think you mentioned this early, Dan, if our purpose isn't very good, once we lose 10 pounds, we quit. Once we lose, you know, once we get in the wedding dress, we, we, we get off the wagon, mm-hmm. you know, once we, you know, get to the class reunion or, or something like that, we give up. And then we're just in this yo-yo world where we feel bad about it, right? We feel good about ourselves when we're 10 pounds lighter. We feel bad about ourselves when we're 10 pounds heavier. And that is a really wicked way to live, right? So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what you have to say about that. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of it is when you go and look at what creates a habit, a habit is created in, in 21 days. But if on the 22nd day or the 23rd day you miss out, that habit can easily be broken. Easy, like, no questions asked, done. You could never go back to the gym again. They say after 66 days, that's when it has become that lifestyle change where you can miss a day here, miss a day there. And it's so congruent with your lifestyle that you'll stay on the wagon. And then they say, if you can make it five years, the chances of you being unsuccessful, falling off the wagon is like almost virtually zero. Unless you have some crazy life altering circumstances. So it does get easier. Like people need to know that it will get easier as you do it. Like anything, you've got to practice it to get better and better and better at it. And at the end of the day, you always have two choices. And I promise you one choice will always lead to better outcomes. You can either stay comfortable or you can get uncomfortable or you can either um, make choices based on you and what you want and feel, 
or you can make choices based on what you can give to the world and how you can make other people's lives better. And it's a lot easier to do that choice number two, make people's lives better, better the world when you're feeling good, when you're looking good, when your headaches are gone, when your depression is gone, when your insert any symptom here is not with you. Dan, is there any, is there any, and I want to, I want to kind of transition a little bit here for this, this other bit about, I want to talk about kind of some, some nutritional stuff. All right. I did not, not Mm -hmm. crazy specifics, maybe, but certainly some basic principles because that is also part of this uh, protocol and part of this program. But, um, what is, what are some of the, is there a couple of like big myths in this industry that you kind of sacred cows that you would maybe want to just, uh, help our listeners here. And I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, like, you know, Oh, um, you know, this exercise, I, you know, I'm just trying to, the reasons that people say I can't do something. Oh, I can't lose. I can't lose weight. This is just my body type. I can't lose weight. My, my mom had, you know, a body like this. I know you've seen so many patients and clients over the years that broke those myths. Is there any ones that you just want to kind of laugh about? I'm just thinking the person says, I've tried every, I'm, I'm, how many times have you had somebody come in? I've tried everything. I've done every program, blah, 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 blah. I can never get below 150 or something. Right. And then, you know, eight weeks later, six weeks later, they lost 15 pounds and they're looking at you like what happened? All of them. Every <laughs> one of them. Seriously. Every person that comes in the door, they say, I've tried everything or I've done this. I've done that and I'm stalled, I'm plateaued, or I'm not seeing results, or the biggest thing I hear over and over again is my hormones are unbalanced, I have a hormone problem, that's why I can't lose weight. All right, let's go after that one. Tell tell us a little bit about that one. So I, very okay, every once in a while, here's my disclaimer, I do get a client that I try everything with, and we can't get the needle to move. Now, that is also with me based on the faith that they are truly not a a narcissist. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing and they're telling me the truth. And if they are, I'm just like in a conundrum where I'm like, you know what, maybe you need to seek medical attention or something. Right. But that is one in a thousand. Right. But the, the hormone thing really gets me because people want to either diet or exercise to lose the weight. So they, they, they think that those are the two things that they have to focus on. Before you even do that, if your goal is to, to lose weight and to balance hormones, you've got to look at your sleep. Mm. You've got to look at, um, your, uh, your, your stress at home. Are you fighting with your, your spouse? Are your kids, is it, are your kids having trouble? Like it, like that type of stress that goes into your body is like a, a fat loss blocker instantly. Right. Okay. So, why, why is that? Well, so your emotions and the way your body functions are intricately intertwined. So if like, um, from a, if you look at like a, a, a Chinese traditional medicine approach, and I, I like that approach because that is, it's ancient. It's over 2000 years old. Um, it's actually thought that Abraham sent his sons east with knowledge and wisdom. So that's, so, so sending them east, that means going to, to Asia and India. And it's thought that the information that he's, that they brought was about what to eat, how to combine foods, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. foods affect your emotions. So there is a biblical basis to this. Um, 
So uh, anger, for example, or fear or worry, that really affects your liver. So if you're trying to exercise to lose weight and you're trying to eat a minimum amount of calories and not fuel your body the way it needs to to lose weight, and you have an anger or a worry issue Mm -hmm. and it's messing up your liver, then your liver is in turn um, and gallbladder are not supporting your other organs like your your spleen and your pancreas and everything the way it's supposed to work. Like your hormones are going to be completely out of whack. Okay, so people and it's because you're holding. Go yeah, ahead. well, no, I'm just thinking because here's what I want a person to to be able to delineate. So you can have a quote hormone problem, but the fix doesn't mean I need to go get a shot. I need to get on a pill. I need a medical diagnosis. It means I need to look at my life holistically. And, you know, you bring up kind of an Eastern medicine or a traditional Chinese medicine, right? The reason that I appreciate concept like that myself is because it's just generally speaking, it's a holistic model. It, 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 it takes into account the, the, the spiritual. It takes into account the emotional. It takes into account the physical. And we're, come on, if anybody's lived more than 15 minutes of their life, we all understand that, right? If you got a phone call right now <clears throat> that, you know, those horrible, some horrible news, you would you would have a physiological response, right? You would you would your stomach would stop digesting. I mean, we could even talk about the stress response that happens. We don't need to go down that route. If we look what happened to people, and matter of fact, maybe as a talking point, Dan, you know, when we look at what happened in COVID for the last couple of years, where people were living in fear, people were afraid to engage with each other. They were stressed out, many of them. Uh, they were not living. They weren't out in you know the world, you know feeling things and seeing things and getting exposed to things like we've really uh, the research is is like you said it's shown it's caused a lot of depression anxiety it's caused kind of this they call it an immune gap where these people that weren't exposed to things for so long are now re-engaging and they're finally taking their masks off thank goodness and they're you know living back in life but now they're they did their immune system has a gap in it because they lived in this artificial environment so the problem isn't the 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 germs the problem isn't it's it's that we we kind of messed up mother nature we, we kind of we kind of went against god's natural design if you will and so what i yes what, what dan's saying is your your lifestyle can affect your hormones but that isn't like a victim. Like what you don't need to hear right now is, oh, I knew it. I got a hormone problem. No, you have an anger problem, right? You have an mm-hmm. unforgiveness problem. You have a stressed life. Now, now I'm sure, and maybe Dan talked about this. There's a caveat, and this is what I love about holistic health. You might have a really stressful situation that you don't even know how to resolve right now. But what's great is if you do start taking care of yourself and maybe another way, you do start exercising, you start changing your diet, you start you're getting chiropractic care or other holistic measures, um, that often can kind of increase your vitality or increase your resiliency that you actually now start feeling you have the strength to address maybe that other issue of your life, okay? Um, one of the things we saw in COVID was so many people that struggled with it were people with multiple comorbidities, people with diabetes, people with high blood pressure, people struggling with obesity. Those people did, it was the same virus, if you will, but their bodies weren't able to handle it as well. So part of what this program, if you will, AW365 is designed to do is to raise your resilience. We're not going to stop the germ. We're not going to stop life. We're not going to stop stress. You need to be able to handle it. Okay. One of the reasons Mm -hmm. we've been talking about this on these shows is because I get calls and I get emails and I 
I get, you know, people reaching out to me and they're like, Hey, I live in, you know, Indiana or I live in South America or I live in Mexico. And I, 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 you know, love what you talk about. I love hearing from the experts you have on here. I need some help. I, I don't have a doctor in this town that's like you. I don't have a, you know, nobody that I can, I can't afford something like that. And I say, man, and I just want to be able to help those people. So that's, and again, part of why we've created this program. But if you're listening to this right now and you're listening to Dan speak, what I want you to hear is, is hope. I want you to hear a guy who's seen thousands of people probably have what you have with every excuse in the book and still been able to help them. And that's the program that we're going to provide for you. Not because Dan's got it all figured out, but because God has it all figured out. Okay. And he has principles for you. It says, Jeremiah 20 11, he has plans and purpose for you, plans to prosper, right? Abundance. Okay. And that's part of his promise. He designed, listen, if he designed you in his likeness and image, he designed you for health. He designed you for healing. Now, we do a good job of messing up. You might be listening to this and say, well, if that's the case, how come I have this? How come I have that? How come my feet hurt? How come my back hurts? And I would say, kind of like Dan was saying, look at your lifestyle, right? I mean, I bend over Mm -hmm. people all day long at a table adjusting them. Like, I have to reconcile. (laughs) I have to undo that or I'm in trouble, right? You know, Um, yeah, go ahead. Can can, can I go off on a little tease? Yeah. So here's one thing that I, I do struggle with. So, you know, you have people who think that they're going to pray their way to health. Prayer is ultra powerful. I believe it's the most powerful thing in the world. But they'll go to church and they'll go to the, the, the front yeah. and they'll let people pray over them for healing. And then they go to IHOP as soon as that service is over and mm-hmm. smother their pancakes with syrup and artificial sweeteners and, you know, a coffee that is 50% sugar. And they wonder why they don't heal. And God is going to help heal those willing to listen, those willing to be obedient, those willing to be disciplined, those willing to, because inside, you know, that that's not a great choice. Even if you take the diet route that the standard person believes in, which is, oh, you know what? I ate a bunch of junk over the holidays. Now I'm just going to eat salads and drink water. Hey, I would not support that, but that's a heck of a lot better giving your body a chance to actually digest food and take a break from all the, the junk than something else. You know, Dan, I heard, I heard a pastor say one time, or a friend of mine was asked to pray. I don't remember what it was. And, and he asked, what can I pray for you for? And he said, um, well, I'll pray for my diabetes. And my friend, he was a doctor, and he said, he just said, hey, can I be honest with you? He said, yeah, he goes, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I can pray that. I'm going to pray that God will give you the strength to make the changes so you can heal from that, right? You know, listen, I'm yes. with you, and I, and I fully understand, and I've seen uh, supernatural healings, and, 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 and God can do it however he wants, whenever he wants, and he can do it instantaneously. I've seen those things happen in my life. I've seen that. So I, I, have, I, I have full full faith in that. If you have, if you have uh, concerns about whether God has responsibilities for us, I would encourage you to read the book of James, right? Read what Jesus' brother had to say about this, right? And, and the reality is God does give us free will, and he gives us the ability to make choices. Choices, um, 
And I think it's really important. And, and this isn't a, a shaming conversation, right? I mean, you might be listening to this while you're sitting at IHOP, all right? But iron sharpens iron. That's, again, this is part of the point of a program like this. It's part of the point I'm doing this show. It's part of the point I'm having Dan on here, which is if we can't talk about these things, come on. It talks about this even now. Listen, eating pancakes isn't a sin. Having syrup isn't a sin. This is, that's not what's happening here. I'm simply, we're saying though, there are um, principles. There are, you know, responsibilities. If I'm sitting here and I, you know, I continue to beat my thumb with a hammer and I'm, and I'm complaining about my thumb hurting some, and I don't understand that's the cause of it. Cause I'm beating myself up. I need some wisdom. I need a brother or sister to come into my life and say, Hey, have you thought about this? Here's the problem mm-hmm. going on. And so this is to equip you. Now, some of us have built up, you know, you, Dan, you talked about habits, you know, the good habits, right? You know, 28 days, 60, 60 some days. And then, you know, uh, five years, whatever those numbers were, the same thing can work. Guys, understand the same thing likely has worked in your life, possibly in a negative way, right? You've had, you know, 60, you've had 675 straight days of Dunkin' Donuts breakfast. I don't know. Right. And so, you know, undoing that, that pain of change can be very real. And I would suggest that you do need, if you are a person of faith, engaging in prayerful help for that is a great idea right? Pray for that uh, spirit to be really encouraged. You might, right now you might be listening to this and you're going, man, I, I you know, um, matter of fact, one quick story on this and then Dan, uh, take it away here too. I had a girl early in my practice. This is back uh, in South Dakota in the days with, with your wife. And I had a patient and she was a sweet girl. Matter of fact, her brother became a chiropractor as well. And uh, as a patient and um, she came in and she's a new mom and she's a sweet little, you know, baby. And we were talking and she was real slight, like, you know, weighed like 90 pounds. And she's like, you know, Dr. Ben, I take care of myself and, you know, I do all that. She goes, I just have this one, this one vice. And I was like, oh yeah, what's that? She's like, I just, I love Coca-Cola. Right. And I was like, oh, right, whatever. You know, she's like, I just wish I couldn't quit. I've tried to quit and I've tried to quit for my son. I tried to quit, you know, when I was pregnant and it just really struggled. And I, in a passing comment, I just said, her name was Aaron. And I just said, well, Aaron, you know, I don't know. Don't quit for you. Quit for God. And I like literally walked away, went to the next table. I didn't really think much of it. She comes back a few weeks later and uh, she says, Dr. Ben, I just have to tell you, like when you said, I didn't even remember saying it, frankly. She said, when you said that, it really, uh, I don't even know what she said, it convicted her. It just gave her another reason. Like this goes back to what you were saying about purpose, Dan, right? Like sometimes Mm -hmm. if you can't do it for yourself and you can't do it for your family or if those things change, then you still have to find something to attach it to. I find, and I'm like you, I'm not perfect, but I find that when I can see caring for the body that God gave me as an act of worship for, for him that created me, it helps me see exercise as a form of worship. It helps me see it as a form, you know, and I'm going to say, I'm just sharing that with you. That's for mm-hmm. me. It helps kind of trigger that for me because man, sometimes I don't feel like it. Sometimes I don't want to do it. I go through seasons of not doing it. I had an injury recently that took me out of the game for a while. And so getting back into that, I'm like, all right, well, you know, I got to do this. Right. Um, so, mm-hmm. so anyway, I don't know if that triggered some things or, or thoughts for you, Dan, but you know, you know, I, and I do want to back this up too. So I don't know how familiar you are with, with what I struggled with Ben, but with my, my panic attacks and my anxiety. Yeah, please. If you're willing to share. Yeah. So I've had, I had panic attack and anxiety for years and years and years. And it started off really small and started getting worse and worse and worse. And so it sent me down a rabbit hole, right? Because here I am, this fitness and health instructor, and I'm teaching people how to be healthy. Yet I almost feel like a fraud at this moment in time in my life because mm-hmm. I'm battling this, okay? 
and I'm telling people, this is all you need to do to get healthy. And I'm doing it and it's not working. Mm -hmm. And so that put me in a dark place for a while. And what is so actually crazy is that when we moved to South Dakota, we sold our fitness studio, um, to a franchise. And that gave us the opportunity to move to South from Atlanta to South Dakota. And we had gotten here and we were here for a couple of weeks and I had such a bad panic attack that it put me in the hospital. I went into the wow, hospital and yeah. I said, something's happening. Yeah. Am we I dying? Am I having a heart attack? Right? What's going on? Yeah. I mean, I I've done over the years, I've done blood work. I've done every healing modality you can think of and it'd get better for a little bit and it would always come right back. And I'm sitting in my, my in-laws kitchen and I was there by myself. It was like 11 o'clock at night and I had no other options. And I said, Jesus. And I was not, I'm, I call myself a, a new Christian, a, a baby Christian because I've been a Christian my whole life, but not a true Christian, which I'll get into that later. And I said, listen, God, I give it all to you. And I broke down. I had tears. And from that moment, I felt a shift in my body. Mm. And that from that day on, it was the first week that I had gone without a panic attack. I had no panic attack for a week and I was having them daily. Mm. And from that moment, the panic attacks got less, fewer and fewer and fewer. And now I'm going on almost two years, just over two years with zero, you know, Dan, so there is, yeah. Yeah, when I, when I say that, I don't mean to tell that person who's sitting there yeah. at IHOP praying for help that like, Hey, mm. you, you can't pray for help. Yeah, like, yeah. because I did and it worked. And you know, that is why there is a, a spiritual connection between health and healing and fitness and why I tie it all in together because we're responsible for things ourselves. But there's also this part where we know we can rely on God to be there for us. Well, because me, if we ask, we'll receive. Let me ask you this, because I, I think this is an issue that I, at least I'm sensitive to, um, <clears throat> meaning because because I'm in healthcare, I'm in alternative healthcare or what people call alternative healthcare, and so sometimes people can, um, they just get into it. They like they like healthcare. They like natural healthcare. They're into you know fitness and nutrition and exercise and feeling great and all. That. And I am too. I think it's fun. However, um, I do want to speak to this for just a few minutes as we're kind of winding down the show. But there's you know Dan. I know you would warn against this and you might even have a time in your life where this was you. I don't know. We've never talked about it, but where you can actually make health an idol, right? Where you can be so, you know, you know, hell bent, if you will, on, you know, your, your, your time or your burpees or your CrossFit score or your heart rate, you know, splash points at orange theory or your, you know, your, um, you know, weight on a scale or your six pack in the mirror or your Instagram post that you've literally turned it into an idol. And, and that would be something I would never want anybody to do as well. Do you have any thoughts on kind of the idol piece of this, Dan? That was 150% me in a nutshell. <laughs> I did, Ben, I did everything. I used to carry around stones and crystals. Like I was, I went, super new age. And again, that's a story for another day, but I used to carry around stones and crystals that I believed could protect me from 
from spirits and boost my energy and do different things. Just keep them in my pocket because I was mm-hmm. told it was there. I used to do Reiki and all these, these different healing modalities that now I look at them in a completely different light. Even yoga, I was doing yoga and meditation for hours a day. I would meditate in the morning. I would meditate at noon. I would meditate at lunch. And I'm talking not, not biblical meditation where we're, we're meant to read the scripture and then, you know, focus on his word. I'm talking, um, the Eastern meditation, the, the, the one that can possibly, again, this is a topic for another day that can possibly let demons into your body. And I was doing all of them and I wasn't healing. I was using it. I mean, it was like, I wouldn't drive somewhere without my homeopathic remedies in my pocket, mm-hmm. you know, and it took me that moment of, of letting it all go yeah. and saying, I trust you, Lord, you know, and that's what changed as we're, and here's the thing. So today is a, 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 a primer, if you will. Today is, I wanted to have uh, Dan on here. One as a friend two as a, just a brother that, you know, understands what people have, gone through what people have you know it, again I, I i sometimes i tell people I, I love meeting like i don't really care the industry i often say like i love meeting like a pastor that's been a pastor for like 30 years or 40 years because it's like man they've seen it right they've seen like the crazy stuff the ups the downs the the great stuff the rough stuff and they have a they have perspective they have a depth to them uh, taking care of patients for almost 20 years, about 15,000 patients. I've seen a lot. So it just gives me, uh, I only, only because of my experience with it, it just gives me confidence. If somebody comes in and they've said like, Kim, you know, <laughs> I took care of Kim early in my career. It's like, yeah. So she was one of my early chiropractic, you know, headache miracle cases. And now I've had 5,000 since then. And so it's like, oh yeah, I've seen this before. you can probably get better. And so the reason I needed to have you on here, Dan, is, is you've seen it. You've seen for the person listening that says, I've tried everything. I've done this before. I've quit. And they might not even be like blaming that it doesn't work. They literally are saying, I'm, I'm a quitter. I'm a loser. I can never stick to anything. Like, I know that. Like, that's why we're doing this. That's why I want Dan on here to just minimal, even if you don't join the program, like whatever. I just mean, hopefully you've heard some truths today from an expert that has done this. And you, it's something maybe just might stick in your brain right now and you go, you know what? Maybe not today, maybe not this year, maybe not this week, this month, but some point, I'm going to remember I listened to this episode. I heard this crazy guy, Dr. Dan, talking. I don't know what he was saying, but it seemed like he sure believed that I could get better. And now maybe I'm ready for that. And so- if that's you and you're listening to this, you know, and you're hearing this today, um, first of all, <laughs> if you stuck around this long, I hope it was a blessing to you. Um, if you felt something, you know, move in you, take action. So much of disease, so much of health, so much of all that is related directly to um you know, our lifestyle, those things that we're talking about today. And so much of that is the decisions and choices that you make. It doesn't matter who your doctor is. It doesn't matter what your insurance card says. It doesn't matter where the hospital is. It's the daily lifestyle choices you make. And what we're committed to on this show and on this program is making sure that you get the tools, that you get the resources, that you get, you know, access to, you know, 
principles, solid foundational principles that will help you and your family get the results that you need. So, so thankful for having you on, Dr. Dan. If you're interested in joining 365, AW365, there'll be some uh, some links below and some material for you to find that information. And um, can't wait to everybody have a wonderful year, a wonderful holiday and all that. Thanks for being on the show today, Dr. Dan. Thanks for having me, Dr. Ben. It was great. I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five-star review and share it with your tribe. To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic.